Hello and welcome to the Spirit of 2016 podcast, Northern Ireland 1, Slovakia 2, after extra time. I'm joined by Craig Hannon and Jordan Singleton for this one. Uh, Craig, we make two mistakes, they make one. It's so disappointing um, and it's it's a it's a funny game to sort of try and to put into context um, with the way the last sort of 10 minutes went and how we get the, the, the equaliser and the feeling after that because that was... That was a feeling of relief and elation and a feeling that I didn't think was going to come and then it does and then you think, well, you know, we'll go on and do this now and obviously Lafferty hits the post and um, that it's it's disappointing in that it's it's two mistakes and you don't want to single anyone out because they, you know, their hearts were, you know, they were there. It was, it's everything that you expect from Northern Ireland performance in terms of what they put in and what they've put in for us over the past, you could say, six years now. Um, because Northern Ireland, this Northern Ireland team have been surprising people for six years now and, and getting us to tournaments and getting us close to tournaments. And uh, and they've come so close again at a time that we we didn't expect them to. And this all sort of felt like a bonus to me. Like, the fact that we were sort of here and, um, and we had this game to look forward to felt like a bonus. It felt as if we'd sort of just landed here and we had no idea how because we had Baraclough come in and we had, you know, defeats in the Nations League and we didn't really understand the Nations League and how it all works. And then suddenly we're here and, and, and we're that close. And and the fact that we'd we'd, we'd caught the goal in, in the manner that we had... Uh, and then it's it's taken away from us, and we're not even we're not even allowed the opportunity to try and to try and get it on penalties. Is 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 oh, it's heartbreaking. It is Jordan, and like when when Slovakia scored, I mean, I said in my preview podcast that whoever the first team to score is, the other team's pretty much buggered. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's one of those games where it's so defensive that it's when one team gets in front, it just makes the tactics a lot easier for them, doesn't it? And yeah. We we get the McNair goal. Well, the, the own goal as it is, McNair forces it, and it's it's just it's just not a, it's not not that it's not acceptable to make two mistakes because mistakes happen and whatnot. But in this type of game, you just can't do it. And I mean, Johnny Evans is at the scene of the crime for both. I'm not blaming him for both. Mm. But I mean, what what's your sort of take on it as a whole? Like, is is it is it is anyone to blame, or is it just a, one of those where it's they got a bit lucky, they got an extra chance on us, and they took it? I would not personally put any blame on anyone. Um, obviously, feel hard done by, obviously, but um, just the way the it was the way the ball felt, basically, and yeah. like. Just the way, it's just sort of the um, way the, the ball bounced, wasn't it? Yeah. Like it's 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 one of those where it's it it, it is two mistakes. There's no chance created out of quality, really, no. is there? Like it's 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 one of those, and, and like and it creates. We'll t- we'll sort of take it in chronological order because there, there's nothing really, there's nothing really tangible outside of the three goals in the game to talk about other than our lack of creativity and. The, the first goal, it's you know, it's it's Savile, it's Evans, it's 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 Johnny Evans seems to call for it. George Savile heads it back to him. He's a bit ahead of himself, and uh, and the guy goes in and scores. And that's all they were waiting for. That you know, we talked about in the preview podcast. They didn't they didn't have a striker. They they didn't have a route. They didn't have a you know a sort of goal, a typical Slovakia goal, what does that look like without their striker? I mean, they were playing 4 6 zero. they were just waiting for a mistake, and for us to give them two of them, it's just, it's sort of unforgivable from a from a professional point of view, is it not? 
Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the the, the heartbreaking thing for them and for us is that it is it's it's it feels like it's two goals that are preventable and jo- what Jordan said is absolutely spot on and that you don't want to blame anyone and you you look at both goals and you can say well yeah we could have done this and we could have done that and this could have changed and you know Johnny Evans maybe could have done better and and the keeper could have got you know should the keeper have been beaten at, at that angle with Evans having got to play the, the Slovakia player so wide I don't know but it just feels it feels at this stage to sort of pick apart in 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 that way um, the both of the goals and sort of because at the end of the day with each there could have been two, there's two players that you look at and you could go well they could have done better there and it just doesn't feel like the time and I know that's a funny thing to say in a podcast immediately after whenever you're trying to give reaction to it and you're trying to you're meant to sort of talk about what's happened and try and pick that apart but it just feels so harsh that like we've 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 come so close and we've gotten to that stage where we you know you're you know you're 30 minutes from the euros and then you're 20 minutes from the euros and then and then it's it's sort of just it 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 just evaporates with a with i'm gonna say a mistake and it's and it just it's it's just a really it's a really hard one to sort of put your finger on at this stage because like jordan said you don't you don't want to throw anyone under the bus because they get us to this stage they get us within you know they get us this close to to you know at all and then suddenly you know, if we do win in pens or or there's another universe where Northern Ireland go through. I mean, there's another universe where, you know, O'Neill's in charge and, and you go into this with much more confidence and, and the you know, you've got a full crowd at Windsor. And that's I think that's something that throughout the whole game, whenever you were watching it, you thought it, you felt like it missed, like it missed. Throughout it, I was just thinking, it's brilliant that fans are in. You can hear them and they made loads of noise for the 1,055 that were in. Is that right, Jordan? 1,060, I think, but let you win. Around yeah. that, Jordan was the man for that earlier on. He knew all the numbers, <laughs> but, you know, it, it throughout it, I was just thinking, well, imagine Windsor. Imagine Windsor with this game. Imagine, imagine... You know, because with Northern Ireland, you'd, you'd fancy yourself. You, look, we saw our limitations throughout the whole game. We've seen our limitations for, you know, the past year, year and a half with the Nations League games with the defeats and that. You've seen, you've seen the the limitations, but also Northern Ireland have always tr- pl- tried to play to their strengths, and they've always gone, well, we know what our limitations are, but we know that we can. Uh, you know, we know that if we go in by game plan and 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 it's rigid, and everyone sort of plays that game plan and everyone puts in 100% then we always have a chance but at Windsor Park I always felt like it was just a, it was another kettle of fish that you could beat anyone at Windsor Park um, and especially with O'Neill in charge over the past sort of five years and I don't want to like start going on about oh O'Neill Barclough thing but it just that that was my feeling throughout it all I was all I was thinking was imagine O'Neill and imagine Windsor, a full Windsor Park um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of both goals, it's it, it is heartbreaking the manner that it happens, and um, I'm sure whenever we watch it back and we sort of replay it over and over, and and, and the team and the uh, and the manager looks at it, they'll you know they will pick they will pick it apart and they will be able to see where we could have done better. And there are a lot of what ifs and buts and you know maybe's if this had happened, but um, we're just we're, we're a limited side, and and and. You know, Slovakia were a limited side as well, but they got the rub of the green and and they took advantage of the mistakes and 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 they found a way to win it. And Jordan, that that that's ultimately like it's ultimately what it is. It is it's two mistakes versus one mistake. I mean, there was no tangible quality in either side really. Mm. I didn't think. I mean, I said when we went one nil down, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything there. I wasn't confident of getting a goal and. 
until somebody sticks it in for us in the 80th minute it's we didn't look like we were getting one I mean you were very positive yeah, right I, the way through yeah. um, we needed you through I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, like you're we, the man getting me through that we, game we could throw me in the ground really I mean like it's <laughs> there was no there was no real tangible there was no big chance really until Paddy McNair put sat in but uh, then we get that and we get the extra time and then we make another mistake it's just so frustrating isn't it it is frustrating yeah um, I feel like it just was a frustrating game throughout because anytime they had the ball, they didn't do a whole lot with it. Whenever they wanted to have the ball, they did have the ball to refer to them. But also, whenever they had the lead, they were happy enough just just to sit back. Yeah, yeah. That and was the annoying thing, wasn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, yeah, it was because because we could have the ball and we can do stuff. But then once we like made a meaningful chance like put it in the box then they could just clear it away and it was there was, a, there was that 10 minutes wasn't there the, basically yeah there was that like ten, that last 10 minutes where like it, that that was the only sort of time that it felt like you used the word meaningful like that was the only time mm. that throughout it, it it felt like Northern Ireland had so, like some sort of meaningful momentum and and like Jordan was Jordan was almost like talking us through the game like yeah, whenever it got to half time he was yeah, like well yeah. do you know we're still in this game and there'll be a chance and then exactly, yeah. you know the first they come out of the blocks and that uh, the second half and the first sort of five ten minutes of that I'm thinking right here we go here we go but I, I also thought well we need we need to make something happen here. Some we need to we need to carve out some sort of opportunities. We need to take advantage of 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 the momentum that we'd find at the beginning of the half, and then it sort of just dies. Like it 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 calms for for half an hour, and that's when Jordan was really coming into his own. Whenever you're watching, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. J- Jordan Jordan was pro- arguably man of the match throughout. Like, wasn't he? <laughs> like he uh, he he was one nil down. He was telling us we're getting this, we're getting that. I'm positive. I know we're getting the goal. Even at eighty five, when me and you are yeah. in the doldrums. Jordan, Jordan was telling us like the, ca- it's the calmest gone. man just like but <laughs> you know you, you could tell they weren't great on the ball no like, definitely the, the no. keeper especially there he's punching it he was coming right hoofing it for throw-ins like and they fucking like lost how many lost the, like the kind of how many yards. times he was putting and he's our second choice keeper and you, and you, you knew that we we were aware of that, and you know, Dubravka's been out, and I know Rodak's a hero in the semi-final, but it's one of those where, like, we knew to get balls into the box, but he, he was ropey, but he just did enough every time, didn't mm-hmm. he, Craig? And it was like, every time there was a cross into the box, he looked dodgy, but he always got the fist on it that just about enabled him to get back up and set Slovakia again, and that's what they needed tonight, because they were so set on just frustrating us, and I mean, I don't know if they, they knew a mistake was coming, but... I mean, he he was just th- there was a weakness there, but he, 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 he I guess he sort of knew his limitations. He knew that he's not a great goalkeeper, and he knew he just needed to do what he needed to do to get it out to the defenders to do the rest of it. And that that was just so frustrating throughout because I feel like they came here for mistakes and they got two of them. And it's just it's just as simple as that. Like we we made two mistakes. I mean, let's talk about the second goal for a second. You, you said, uh, just coming into extra time, Flanagan's doing really well here, and he was sort of stepping into <laughs> midfield, and he, he was doing well, and it was it was one of those where he came on, and he was, seemed to be confident, and I said, listen, just don't give him too much confidence here, and he, ultimately, there's a there's a plethora of mistakes for the second goal, really, out there, Flanagan steps into midfield, and Johnny Evans sort of, I don't know what he does with the ball, he sort of wastes the ball, doesn't he? Um, and then Bailey Peacock-Farrell's beating at his near post. Is there anyone in particular you want to blame for that? Or is it just <laughs> one of those where it's just a, it's just a, it's just a, 
an accumulation of mistakes. I think it was an accumulation. I think like the Flanagan thing, I said it sort of 30 seconds before that and um, Flanagan, when I it, when it watched the replay back, Flanagan was almost like, you know, in FIFA, whenever like you, you get control of the wrong man and you send them up by accident, <laughs> like that's that's what he looked like. Like yeah. suddenly he was, he was you know, he was um, he was higher up the pitch than Davis, which mm. is mad in an extra time in a game like this with, you know, we haven't just come on at centre back and, um, and Sammy, so I mean that's the first mistake that the I mean he doesn't get the Johnny Evans doesn't I mean, get the rub of the if, if Barclough wants to go for it at that stage I'll, I'll give him the top <laughs> <around. I guess laughs> well, that's, that's ballsy yeah. <laughs> right Flanagan you're a centre midfield <laughs> yeah. you're attacking midfield yeah. Davis in behind you but I think the, 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 the Johnny Evans one it just sort of Look, I think I think there is a bit of a mistake. He maybe could have, he maybe could do better, but those things happen in football. And I felt that Johnny Evans sort of recovered well enough that and that you you don't want to blame him because the, the the first thing that he needs to do is is make sure that the man's as wide as possible. And and you feel like he got him as wide as as wide as he could, and and he gives our keeper the best possible chance to to make the save. Um, and I don't want to blame Bailey Eiler because you know after what he did in the in the previous round and. Uh, the commentators were saying about how he's a, a easy, what was it? He's a young person with old shoulders, or an old young a, a young person with an old head, or something. And <laughs> I think that's I don't think that's something that I've often thought throughout his short Northern Ireland career. But then I've always thought, well, he's a young player, and and I can get behind him, and I, and I really felt in that last round that maybe that was going to be the making of him. And um, I mean, again, like I I, I don't want to I don't want to put blame in. I don't want to I don't want to start talking about him in this game because. Um, you know he didn't have loads to do and i don't i need to say it again i need to say it again but i don't i don't want to blame him after what happened in in the previous round i think that throughout the whole team we 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 sort of saw our limitations tonight and when we had the momentum we we didn't take it early in that in that half and then whenever we had the momentum at the end of we did we 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 somehow found a way and and i think what i think it was maybe jordan said in the in, in, in extra time are you taking um are you, are you taking penalties and i was bullish because i thought well do you know what <laughs> we've just we've you know we, we've just scored late on lafferty's hit the post oh, there yeah. which was you know that's that's agonizing because you know if there's one man you'd want to, to score the goal mm. to send you the euros yeah. this big guy like um but um you know i just thought well, if, if one of these teams are going to get the goal here in this in, in extra time it's going to be northern ireland and 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 obviously it doesn't turn out that way and it is heartbreaking and um, you just yeah you just don't want to blame anyone at, the, at this no. stage I think I fully understand that and Jordan it's like we go 1-0 down due to a mistake well two mistakes from Savile and Evans mm. whoever you want to blame you want to blame I assume Northern Ireland fans are probably going to blame George Savile because he seems to be the whipping boy in the last year or so because he's yeah. missed so many chances and stuff like that but <laughs> is there a is there a worry? Well, there obviously is a worry about the lack of creativity from then on. Like, who's going to create the chance? Who's going to put that whipped cross in? Who's going to play that slide rule pass to the striker? Who's going to score the goal? Mm. There's a worry about creativity from then on. But is there anything on Barraclough tonight? Because he's 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 adopted a side, like Michael O'Neill, who just, you know, it's, it's not like in the Premier League when you just go and sign somebody who can, who can be the business or yeah. whatever like that you know it's it's so frustrating because we've got these guys and we've, we've pretty much got nobody who can create that chance or who has that bit of quality in attacking midfielder striker I mean mm. is there any blame in Barclough tonight I know there's there's going to be a lot of people blaming him there's going to be a lot of people who well there are a lot of people who aren't convinced by him 
mm. either when he came yeah, in yeah. or in, the, in in terms of the first few Nations League games. But is there any blame on him tonight, or do you just think like it's it's a case of we don't have the players to do what he wanted to do when we went one 0 down? I, I cannot see any blame like Barclough uh, uh, per, per personally. Um, yeah. I thought the first game he came in, we were not very good. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. And then I thought we were good the next game. So it was like a kind of on and off for, for five games. It was yeah. weird. It was like home, we were crap, basically. 100%, <laughs> and yeah. then away, we were good. So I was thinking like, oh, the way this is going, we're going to be crap again because like we're crap at home. But I, I can't really fault the boys tonight. And I thought like the, t- the team he put out tonight, I thought was the team I would have gone out with. Yeah, Like his hands were pretty tired, especially with Corey Evans being out. Yeah, 100%. No, I, I he'd cannot. have been shooting there I think oh, yeah, yeah, he would have been love him the big games I mean yeah. he would have given us that energy in midfield wouldn't he um, that, exactly that, yeah. that we, I feel like we kind of lacked it but I don't know I feel like I feel like however it played out I mean I'm just of the opinion that we made two mistakes and when you make two mistakes for no matter how yeah. good a manager is in, a, in any sort of game when you make two mistakes like that they result in a goal there's not a lot, as we say, it's been an accumulation of mistakes at certain points of the game, and uh, it's it's just one of those where um, I think that it's one of those you can put down to with a small pool of players. We haven't got many resources, mm. and we've players who are going to make mistakes in games. We've players who aren't playing every week. We've players who aren't European standard quality, yeah. Yeah, and ultimately and Slovakia do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think I think with Barclough as well, like you have to give him time to sort of prove himself, and that's something that. You know, we we had we were having the same conversations as Northern Ireland fans when O'Neill came in, um, and he, he got a full campaign. Where at the end of it, people were saying, probably including me, and I can't believe I admit that in the podcast. I was like not convinced by him. Like, no, I I, know, I, I wanted them out. You know, when it's the, when it's, tw- uh, the 2014 qualifiers, I happily admit uh, after the Luxembourg away game. Yeah. I was happy for him to be You know, sad. you're finishing what fourth or fifth, and you're scraping draws against Azerbaijan yeah. at home, and you know you're relying on throwing on. David Healy that at an age to score a, a free kick to get so th- th- there is like context to this where um, you know Baraclough will say well I've only been in the job you know this amount of time and I think it's completely you can't you can't talk about him as well is you know is, is it his fault is it because he'll say well if you add up all of the days that I've had with this this team it probably only gets to two and a half weeks yeah. or something so are you meant to instill your ideas that- and yeah, let's not forget that O'Neill like put out some weird teams in the he past. Did, like yeah. we we've been looking at the team sheet, been like three at the back with like fucking uh, McGuinness up top on his own or whatever. Yeah. And, like, yeah. but it it worked sometimes, and you just give him a bye ball for it. I, so I, I, I guess I, they, I don't want to be too critical on Barclough for his team selection because you never know. Like uh, O'Neill done some magic. Yeah, with the same selection, and we so. and you said you, you just said that we we'd have chosen that side. Of course, yeah. we'd have chosen that yeah. side, and like exactly. the changes, we probably would have chosen them as well. Yeah. The Tom Flat, I mean Tom Flanagan. I don't think anyone's going. I oh, like stick him on, but he was forced. <laughs> he was forced into that yeah. change in the yeah. same machine, Ferguson, and um, and so you know if if you sort of put your shoe put yourself in Baraclough's shoes tonight, you're probably doing all of the same things that he's done, mm. and I think. And also, if you look around, well, I don't know who else comes in that, that, that takes, even even if you did think, all oh, right, if you're going to, you know, you're going to 
get rid of him right now even after such a short time as manager then you know who, who are you bringing in because there isn't a massive pool there. you're talking about the pool of players there isn't a massive pool of managers that are lining up to be Northern Ireland manager and I think Boracloff having sort of been the under 21s manager and, and he'll have buy-in yeah. from the young players and the young players will know that he trusts them and that you know he'll look to you know yeah. you see Ethan Galbraith there he's that's in the squad like Galbraith and White and Thompson exactly and, like and he's yeah. throwing them in he, he's he throwing Thompson and White yeah. in there because he trusts them because he's worked with them loads and that you know he, he needs time for that my my worry in all of this is the is the age of some of our you know the likes of Davis like I don't know if Davis if if I'm if I'm Stephen Davis I'm thinking well is now the time to sort of you know to buy out or to to I give Barclough another two years so that maybe Gilbreath or something comes through a bit more like but then you know his legs like you know Jordan was saying there throughout whenever we were talking about Davis like you know you're seeing how deep he's dropping in between the centre backs and he's not he like he obviously isn't the same Davis as before because he's th- he's thirty five years yeah. old mm. you know he's playing sort of week in week out for Rangers and um I just wonder if that's if that's you know something that he'll maybe be, be thinking tonight is that. You know, does he or 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 is the fact that he's waiting for for us to get back in the ground that he maybe wants to buy out whenever we're there? Because that's what I would do. <laughs> I'd I'd, I'd want to play in front of Windsor again. Pull and, off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd want to. I want to play in the front adoration of, of the fans. Nah, but the there is there's something in that. You. There's that's a two way thing, and yeah. I'd want to. I'd want to be in the ground to say yeah. bye to Davis, yeah. and I think that's a. Um, but you know, even looking around at players like Johnny Evans, who's playing, he's playing for Leicester in the Premier League, and they're going for the title. And I, you know, that we, we all berated uh, Ollie Norwood for the way that he sort of bows out, and oh. I didn't agree with that at all. I'm fuming about that, but mm. the reason he said it was quite a human reason, in that you know that he was playing Premier League football, he needed the rest that. Um, you know, he, he he just wanted the time with his family rather than being away yeah. from them at times like that. And I think that we often don't think about, you know, footballers as humans. We think of these fellas that we just see on the pitch every week. And if I'm Davis and I'm Evans, I'm getting to an age where I'm thinking, well, you know, maybe maybe this is the time. I, I hope it's not. I hope they maybe give us two more years. I hope they give mm. Baraclough more time. I hope they, you know, they give Baraclough more time that he can sort of bring these younger players in and... and um, and there is a sort of transition period, rather than us just losing players and 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 hemorrhaging some of our yeah. some of our best ones because yeah. yeah. we don't have a lot. 100%. Listen, it, it's it's one of those ones where if, if you're Steve Davis, you're looking at you're looking at who's coming through as much as you are at as you at your own legs and your own quality. I mean, I I still think Dave, Steve Davis has a lot of quality. I think I still think he's got the quality to start in this Northern Ireland side. Definitely, certainly based yeah. on tonight. But you, you're looking at it, and I mean, Chris Brunt said when he when he retired, he said, you know. He, he name dropped Jamal Lewis pretty much and he said you know he's coming through he can be a guy who can take my place and I don't want to stand in his way because maybe in some games maybe Chris Brunt would be the better option than Jamal Lewis but you want to give Jamal Lewis that experience and as, as we're seeing now because he's a top player for us he's one of those players who who needed that those few games he needed to make those mistakes in the Nations League against Bosnia, Austria whoever was in our group it's, it's difficult Jordan because we we obviously have, we don't have that creativity in the side. We don't have that number ten. We don't. We have McNair and Savile who can do things in attack. We've seen Savile's been playing in a slightly more advanced position this year, but he's he, he's not really. If you play them both in midfield, I guess like both of them don't really know what their job is. Like who's the man that's the link between the midfield and the attack? Who's the man who is in between? Davis and uh, and Savile, and, so like yeah. well, it's either McNair or it's Savile. Like it's it's really difficult to to look forward, and 
are you worried like for the for the World Cup qualifiers? It looks like we're gonna be in pot three now. Mm. There is that risk, I guess, of drawing another group like Holland and Germany. Yeah. Because there there inevitably is gonna be a good team in pot two. And do you think this could be the end of an era? Or do you think like it's it's a case of Barclough's worked with the youth, he knows four or five players maybe to bring through that he trusts? <sighs> And do you think that he's the, he, there will be people calling for his head, which I think is ridiculous at this point, as Craig yeah. says, regarding O'Neill. But do you think that at this point, it's if we have a poor qualifying campaign, do you think Barclough could be in serious trouble? I, I feel bad for him because he obviously knows the youth and he's had time working with like maybe half a dozen players who will come yeah. through. Yeah. So... I, w- I would be reluctant to like Coffer's head anytime in the next couple of years. Yeah. yeah. But um there ob- there obviously are like hard times ahead. It's it's hard to argue with that and um it's hard it's hard cuz like the so I, I remember I, on my way home from France in in 2016 we were we were having a chat with our mates and we were all a bit down and we were like, you know, like that we were saying at the time that that feels like an end of an era that like Macaulay's getting on and Arn yeah, Hughes yeah, yeah. and Baird I think and especially after twenty after Switzerland in twenty seventeen everyone thought that's it yeah. now yeah hundred percent I thought I thought the Euros was like once in a lifetime no World Cups no Euros yeah I mean, ever. I mean like this is it you said you said your girlfriend at the time he's now your fiance you said that like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity let me go trying to explain yeah. to them like <laughs> yeah. uh, that this it's is only so going to happen once in her lifetime and then. She's, you know, she's asking, "Well, you're going to Switzerland. What happens if you get there? Oh, we're going to Russia." And but that, that's like, yeah. and then and then suddenly I'm explaining tonight that yeah, I'll probably Ru- it's yeah. probably Russia. But Same. um, it's 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 it, that I think that's the sort of point that we're trying to make is that um on the way back from France, we're probably Northern Ireland fans are probably all saying, "Well, that's you know, it feels like an end of an era that that is you know, that's something that we never thought would ever happen, and then suddenly it happens, and and we qualify in the manner that we do, and we get all of those experiences, and we're all quite happy of that because we didn't expect that ever to happen." And, and then suddenly we're you know we're we, we come so close to getting to the world cup and then i, I was in switzerland again and then and I, I remember crying my eyes out at the end i was pissed i was pissed but i was i was yeah. i had a big cry in the stand because i was thinking that is that is the compl- that is the that is it now I, like yeah, I, I locked myself in my bathroom and just was like, that's me for an hour. That, you know, like, the, re- the real man crying in front of their mates, Jordan, <laughs> you know. But the, that, that, was, that was the thing where I was like, you know, they've, they've, I was thankful that they'd got, they'd got us to uh, the European Championships. They got us that far in the World Cup, Cup qualifiers whenever we didn't expect them to. And at that stage, it was, I was sad that it, that was it, but I, I was thankful that we'd got it. And... And then and then and then this happens and and you have moments in this campaign where it's just mad and it's bonkers and you know that five minutes in Holland where you know you're <laughs> best five minutes you, of my you life know, and yeah. and you know the the um you know beating Bosnia and and, and the manner that we do that in a, in in a game that just felt as if it just sort of came just sort of happened and suddenly we're here and we're, and we're one game away from the Euros and and so it, it it feels like a weird thing for me then now to say having had those learning experiences that that this is an end of an era but it does sort of feel like that to me it feels like it's a transition period yeah. that is transitioning into you know that you, you don't know what's next and we we have had some over the past two two years we've had some you yeah. know good young players come through like Jamal Lewis and you know Ethan Gilbraith looks like a belter but he still yeah. looks like someone that'll need another three years maybe yeah. um to be to, to for you to rely on him in these games and uh, and that's if he progresses in the way that 
people at United hope and and, and people at Northern Ireland hope and um and and you know Jordan mentioned a couple of the younger the other younger lads like White and 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 Thompson and I mean I just I, I just feel like you you don't want to say that that is that's the end of us having all of the fun because mm-hmm. Northern Ireland will have fun no matter what happens with with the football team on the pitch because mm-hmm. they always have but um. Again, we're at, we arrive at the same place that I feel like I arrived in 2016, arrived yeah. in 2018. That, yeah. you know, without a manager that I really fully trust, but with a with a manager that we haven't really had the time to trust, and and at a time whenever our probably our best footballer ever, you can talk about George Best, but I mean our best footballer from Northern Ireland, Stephen Davis, is 35 yeah. and on his last legs, and you might not might not and you know continue on and that. Don't want to. You don't want to. Yeah. You don't want this podcast to be a, a yeah. dead sad we, podcast because we we've just gone. Ce- right, celebrate De- Stephen Davis <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, footballer. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. He's for me. He, he was certainly the best footballer from Ireland in my lifetime. There's absolutely yes. no doubt about that Definitely. in terms of tangible quality. You can talk about Lafferty. He scored twenty, twenty-one goals. And listen, Kyle Lafferty ultimately qualified us for the Euros. He's he scores the goals at the big times. He scores against Finland. He scores against Hungary. He scores in those massive games. He scores away to Greece. But Stephen Davis has provided that staple for the team. You know, when when some sort of players who maybe haven't shown up for certain games when the doldrum, when the you know, when we're in the doldrums, when the when the times have been down and, and when it's been difficult for us, where Steve Davis has always sort of shown up for those games, and it's just so harsh on him because I, I agree with you, Craig. It's 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 one of those where. Steve Davis, I don't know if he's going to do another campaign. I wouldn't blame him if he didn't. It could be the end of an era in that respect. I mean, he said, he suggested he might do. Um, I hope he does do, because, of course, things are a little bit more congested um, this year because internationals are now in the triple headers and, you know, everything's just squeezed into a little bit of a tighter schedule. But, I mean, it, it is really difficult. Let me let me rattle through a few Facebook comments. Um, Jack Strachan says, just have nothing to stay. Just have nothing to say. Yeah, um, try doing a podcast, mate. <laughs> uh, Thomas Campbell says, was never going to be the best game of footy you've ever seen. Slovakia took their chances when it mattered. Can't fault the effort, but it feels like a right kick in the teeth. Again, what we said about the mistakes uh, and the game being decided in a moment. Denver Calvin says, think Barraclough has the team starting too deep in little urgency. We go behind in all of his games. I mean, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think I think that's a very that's a very easy thing to say whenever there aren't fans in the ground, and I think yeah, that you see exactly. it. You see, he could set them up. That could be O'Neill setting them up, and yeah. and you know, out with fans in the stadium, and suddenly you see them. You know, you 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 see them sort of the fans breathe life into like it's a two way thing that mm. Windsor Park. That like I said earlier, you feel as if you could beat anyone at Windsor Park, no matter what the quality was, because you yeah. beat them. You know that you beat them on. Doesn't matter what happens in the first seventy five, as long as you're in the game. Then last fifty. Exactly, and we sort of saw that tonight. Yeah, we did see that tonight because we we, we and I, I was still puzzled. I was like, come on, I will get this. A chance to fall to us in the, in the, in the last 15, it did. Yeah. You, you're, so the, you're the most positive man yeah. I've ever met. You. I, was not, I just was not feeling it. I mean, listen, there, there's not much to say in Slovakia. I mean, as I say, as I've said probably three or four times in this podcast, we, we, we make three, we make a few mistakes and they capitalise yeah. on it. And they make one mistake and, and ultimately that, that's what matters. There wasn't a lot of attacking quality in the game, but... Looking forward to Austria at the weekend. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you've just given me, a, yeah, you've just given me a very dirty look, and I completely understand it. But it's what, what, what do you want to see in that game? I mean, obviously, 
we're looking towards Romania as a game we can potentially stand the Nations League. I know that doesn't sound like yes. a lot of crack at the minute, but it can have an impact on future tournaments. Um, what do you want to see? What do you want to see in Austria? Do you want to see like a Galbraith start? Just something that we can get a little bit excited about when we're so down right now. Yeah, I would be very open-minded about like a completely mad starting eleven. Yeah, <laughs> just have Galbraith in midfield and um, make him captain. Me up, me up top, ideally. <laughs> like if I can score from. Ireland, that'd be ideal <laughs> but yeah just I'm, I'm out 11 to start in that next game um i don't really know if you can ask much more like you've asked so yeah. much of them tonight definitely yeah just, the, the, you might as well just give them a rest like yeah. I, I cannot fault any of the boys tonight no 100 so much effort and i respect them so much for that 100 and craig like you're you're looking towards austria i mean we play austria after going to 120 minutes in the last game and we look just completely dead in our feet we have to make, I'd say, at least seven or eight changes for that one. I mean, there is a big benefit to staying in the Nations League in terms of World Cup 2022, in terms of Euro 2024. There is a benefit to staying in the Nations League. I know it may not seem like it right now. I know a lot of people like to say it's a, it's a, it's a glorified friendly or whatever. But in terms of if you are looking three points from these next two games... You look towards Romania as the one that you can get those, don't you? And I think you you maybe go something similar to what you do in Norway with a three five two. A lot of big players rested and just try and contain them as much as you can. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it will sort of, um, you know, it'll it'll be determined by their fitness and sort of what their legs are like after that game because yeah. they just had to do one hundred and twenty minutes and. Um, a lot of them have played a lot of club football. There's been that debate, isn't there, around football at the moment and and how much they're being asked to play and put in and. Um, you know, an extra time doesn't help any of them in that regard. I think that's that is where what Jordan said's right in terms of you know I'm a bit of a mad eleven. I think you I, I think you probably do see um, a Thompson, a White who who both come on and but don't play the full game. Um, I mean, I, I I would be I I'd be all for the sort of a Gilbreath just because yeah. Um, I love seeing I love seeing a footballer that I haven't seen play for Northern Ireland and 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 see them being given the opportunity and he looks a he looks a belter at, at you know reserve level or youth level for for united so um you know that'd be exciting to, to to see what this next um you know the next lot of young young players and i mean barclough will know exactly what kind of player he is and whether he can trust him and whether he's ready and or whether it is just a case of having him amongst the squad this time and and, and giving him five ten minutes at the end um Maybe Lafferty, maybe just some, maybe just something like that. Maybe Lafferty because he again he's he's another player that come on. But I just think it's so all on legs. Tonight, wasn't he? Oh yeah, oh, mate, don't, don't. like I I wanted that chance to like hit the back of the net so much oh. for Kyle. I mean, we 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 said we said sort of in the game, didn't we? That Kyle Lafferty, if a chance falls to him, there's no better man you want it to fall to. Yeah. But sometimes you don't get the chance when Kyle Lafferty's playing because he doesn't maybe give you enough off the ball, but. I mean that that chance. I mean it's it falls to him. It's ninety first minute. I mean I I was already buzzing from the the equalizer. <laughs> yeah. But it it, end, it ends up just just going slightly wide. And it, it is those fine those fine margins in the game. Ultimately, like as I say, it's mistakes. It's that fine margin of a shot, and that was one of the few chances in the game that you know we maybe could have taken. But listen, thank you very much for tuning in tonight. If you did. I know it's a tough one to take. None of us wanted to do it, but it's it's one of those where um where if if we do the good times, if we do the Bosnia podcast, we do the Slovakia podcast. I, I really appreciate you tuning in and consuming the content because it's it's not easy. Um, thank you very much to Jordan Singleton for coming on. 
thank you very much to Craig Hanlon for coming on. Um, we'll have a review podcast after the remaining game in the Nations League, uh, and hopefully we'll be ever so slightly more positive. But thank you very much for listening, and take it easy. Bye-bye.